Hey, Janet. Hey, Ken. What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? What? Where's popcorn? (laughs) (laughs) That's a special one, right? Yeah. Why? That comes from Anthony's school, Utah Military Academy. The lunch ladies, one of our friends, Angie. They Google jokes and put them on the whiteboard, and this one was there the other day. (laughs) Had us laughing for about 20 minutes. (laughs) That's awesome. Welcome to Bandy vs. Mommy. That's Ken Neil Hexum. That's Janet Lee Barton. <laughs> yeah, I earned the Lee back. You did. I don't you know you what got I did. your Lee this. Yes. I almost said Lynn for a second. I don't know where that came from. You know what? Every once in a while, I almost stumble over yours. That's why sometimes it sounds like Ken. <laughs> oh, Neil Hexum. <laughs> Need to drag this out so I can think of what it is. Neil Hexum. It's, it's perfect. It works out great. Uh, do you have three things for us? I do. I want to hear three words or short phrases. That describe your driving style. (laughs) Fast. Aggressive. Britney Spears. (laughs) Uh, I know we have really similar driving styles. Um, Aggressive. Um, Strategic. And defensive <laughs> it works it's funny one time i asked your kids i was like does my driving scare you and they're like no because you don't drive as fast or crazy as mom <laughs> okay i'm good i haven't met the janet threshold yet so i'm good it's so funny yeah everybody's threshold is a little bit different have you ever been in any accidents um i rolled my truck one time because of snow cause though right it was actually black ice in saint george in April, no, it was January thirty first or January first. I think it was. I think it was New Year's. New Year's I was thing? going. Yeah, I was going to work as a waitress, and it was like ten, ten thirty in the morning, and I hit this little overpass on the south side of Saint George that bridges over a very small wash. <laughs> you know, it's just a dry wash, and for some reason there was black ice right there, and I hit it coming around a corner because the way it's set up you hit it coming out of the end of a corner. And so I just started sliding towards this little divider, you know, like a median divider, but not quite as tall. And it sloped down right there. And I just ramped up and rolled my truck one and a quarter times. When I started driving, it was was in spring. And my mom was like, you always got to be careful of bridges because they get black ice the easiest because there's nothing, you know, underneath. And I knew that. It gets cold. But ever since, I'm terrified. Getting off Every the time you go over. I'm like, we're going to die. I'm going to die. Yep. Overpasses and on-ramps and off-ramps. Those are the most likely. I've been driving. I was driving one time in the snow on the freeway. And my car turned to the right a full 90 degrees. And I was just gliding on the snow, ice, whatever. Until I was able to straighten myself out and go. That's so scary. It was terrifying. So. Yeah. That's why I drive a Jeep. Four-wheel drive. <laughs> that you use once or twice a year, you know, uh, that you actually totally worth feel it. it. Yeah. Uh, when I had my Hyundai, it was good. It was front-wheel drive in the snow. It was good, but it doesn't compare to my Jeep. I can't, I can very rarely make my Jeep slip. That's the new game I do is, can I get it to slide? And it's only happened two or three times total. That's awesome. <sighs> what should we talk about today? Well, we were talking about what to discuss, and I think it's very timely with everything that we're dealing with. You know, the virus still, there's a lot of places wanting to open up. Um, You know, a lot of governors, yeah, you know, South Dakota actually never shut down officially. There were no orders. It was just suggestions to a free people is how I saw it worded. Like in Sweden. Sweden. (laughs) Yeah. 
and they basically have herd immunity now. And I mean, that's my understanding. They're well, really South close. South Dakota being so spread out, like that makes a little more sense. But... Yeah, it's true. But they've got they've got cities in South Dakota, and those people obviously Bismarck. had to take. <laughs> Had to take, uh, I was thinking of Sioux Falls, <laughs> you know, the hopping place. Um, but yeah, I, I think they have to take different precautions. But yeah, if you're sick, stay home. Or if you're super high at risk, stay home. And otherwise, it's like, I think we're, we're ready. Um, but along those lines, I, you know, with everything going on still where a lot of people are quarantining, we just found out that a friend of ours in the neighborhood... Bismarck is North Dakota. Sorry, South Dakota. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Which I didn't Dakota want to correct it? you and be wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry to Geography's hard. I just had to Google map that one. No, I was just saying we just found out that a friend of ours um, did test positive for COVID and has been very, very sick for a month now. And the hospital turned her away and said her oxygen wasn't low enough and just you're healthy and go home and yet they were supposedly so busy i don't know yeah and you kind of weird she sent us a video and she clearly can't breathe yeah like she's just not one or two words it makes me think it's of like one or two words yeah malcolm in the middle malcolm Malcolm's in the middle friend. that's what she said that's what it sounds like that's what Maybe she that's said in I the video <laughs> yeah she was like no i, I think it's dd is that her name or D, what did, I can't remember what she said, but it was from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. And she was laughing about it. And I said, yeah, I'd be laughing about it too. But with everything going on, I think everybody's stuck at home, you know. And uh, she does seem to be recovering, by the way. She's But she said that she was pretty close to death at some point. Um, so now we know someone personally who has been affected. Prior to now, I, I didn't know anyone. I didn't know anyone either. And yeah. that's... That makes it really difficult if you don't really have a personal connection to be like, why am I being trapped and held prisoner? Right. Because that's essentially what it felt like, especially near the end. Like, we can't go out and do anything. Yeah. And the state parks are open now. I think those were open last week. Mm-hmm. I think we had mentioned that. A lot of things are going to start opening up May 1st. I'm so excited. Dining in for restaurants. Uh, some restaurants have already opened up. I've seen that. I don't want to call them because, out, but <laughs> in yeah. case I get in trouble. But I had one that... For dining in? For dining in. That yeah. I went and she's like, you can eat here if you want. Because there's no... There's nothing saying that you can't. Yeah. In some places, they're threatening like a $10,000 fine for a hair salon. That is so crazy. $10,000 fine. You have to meet your hairstylist in a back alley. <laughs> you can go, go, go buy your drugs at a dispensary. But you have to meet your... <laughs> you have to meet your hairdresser in a back alley. I just love the all the memes that are like, you know, it's super dangerous to be fishing by yourself or with a family member or to be going on a hike, but I am glad I can still stand six feet away from a stranger at Walmart <laughs> and touch all the same handles they've touched and, you know, oh, just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's, it's an interesting time. But with everybody being at home, I think, you know, and school being announced that that's through the end of the year, you know, officially... I, I try to forget that when I'm not. There's a lot of changes <laughs> happening, man, because they changed the grading system. Yeah, which I, I, I can't talk about that. <laughs> it makes me so frustrated. Yeah. Just because kids are choosing not to log on. I mean, let's be realistic. How many would you say students in the area that we live really do not have access to some sort of smart device that they can do? Any type it of would be on. less than a small percentage. I mean, maybe one student <laughs> yeah. out of the hundreds that they have there. But that's one of the reasons that they're giving is just not all students have access. I mean, it's... Who doesn't, really? 
it's very difficult to believe that there's not at least one smartphone in a house or one tablet or one computer or one of each of those at least you know (laughs) yeah it's not like we're living well and they they could check out the i mean it would really just be about internet access because they could check out a chromebook from the school and have you seen in salt lake county they have buses that are parked in neighborhoods that have hotspots oh really yeah that's cool i don't know how they rigged it all up but innovation in some of the areas with like spottier internet connection the buses were hotspots in those areas to connect that's cool but i mean you live in a town and area that has fiber internet so right we're not really hurting that that (laughs) badly but it's just crazy that let's change everything because students aren't getting on and logging on the logon rate is under 30 percent of students have actually logged on holy cow and you can't tell me that 70 percent of students have no access to a device they're just not doing the work they're just not doing it and when we're talking about middle school and high school kids that really should be handling their own stuff I mean that I would guess the log on rates a lot higher for middle for elementary. I would hope so. Yeah. With more people helping them, but <laughs> you've also got the single working parents who aren't home. Like what do you want me to do? How do you want me to homeschool when I'm at work? <laughs> Why aren't you working from home? Do you not understand what's going on? <laughs> Cuz I might be an essential worker in the hotel industry. My cousin yeah. she can't she has to go to work and she's trying to you know homeschool her kids. What? We're going to blow up right past it? <laughs> well, well, we're not. You, you hesitated Essential long enough. Essential worker in the hotel industry. <laughs> Emphasis on the ho part, I think. <laughs> <laughs> of all the industries, I just love that that's the one you picked. But, you know, your cousin is an example. That's just... No, that's her real life. <laughs> yeah. It just it baffles me that we're just... Instead of holding kids accountable to doing their work, we're just going to say... Yeah. You just get a freebie. Yeah. It's insane. It's in, it's insane. Especially because a lot of articles that I'm reading right now are about keeping up routines, keeping up schedules for mental health. Like, why aren't we? That's what I've always done. Yeah, but the kids still have the option of taking the letter grade. Which, which I wonder what, they're how that working hard. I think they transcripts should. And... They're just probably not considered. If they're just pass or fail... They just don't get considered. You still get credit for the class. It's like when you do it in college, I think. I never went to college. You either, I don't know how that works. <laughs> you either pass or you fail. You can take a letter grade or some classes have a pass-fail option. And so you don't get the credit for it on your transcript, but you don't have to do as much to get the high mark, right? So, uh, yeah. I'm not letting your kids have that option, by the way. No, I know. <laughs> no, they have to have the letter how grades. they change the grading? That's what we were just explaining. We'll talk more about it later. Okay. It's different, too, for different schools and it stuff. It is. Because you're yep. not in the same district as everyone else. No, Alpine School District is doing it differently. I just... It's such a delicate balance for me of, yeah, this is a hard time when we're going through hard things and we need to be mindful of how people are handling it. But also, like, we're personally all safe. We haven't run out of food. We haven't run out of water. We haven't been sick. It's essentially an extended spring break is what it feels like. Yeah. Minus really going out and doing anything. But there's a lot of responsibility with the schoolwork stuff too. There's no way I could do it without you. I don't know how people who are working from home and trying to homeschool that many kids are surviving. Or one kid. How do you keep some, how do you keep a kid entertained when it's like, okay, I have to go and be on the phone for two hours straight. Don't interrupt me. (laughs) I have to work efficiently during this time. 
and then I might have a one or two hour break and then I got to do it again. You know, how do you keep your kid entertained? And so I get it. Well, it's not your job to entertain your kid. I've never thought that was a true. True. But are they, what are they spending? I guess it would be an evaluation of what are they spending their time on? And if they need to do schoolwork while you're home there, if they need the direct supervision, okay, then you're doing your schoolwork at night or you're doing your schoolwork during these periods. Yeah. I'm thinking for younger ones, though. I just, I have a lot of strong feelings about this. Most of them are anger. Which is why you're doing the school stuff. But like you said, schools have given options. We were able to check out four Chromebooks. Yep. So now every kid has a device. Plus the home computer and stuff. Every kid has a device and access to it and can do their schoolwork. Those options were available to other families. It wasn't just us that got that. Right. Anyway, I interrupted. What was our actual topic of conversation? (laughs) I I say we just roll with this. (laughs) I say we just roll with it. I mean, we're already about halfway there. So let's just just hang with what's going on in our world. Last I saw in the update for deaths in Utah, we were barely over... 35 it was 32 but at that point is when i learned that half of them were from nursing homes 16 of the 32 deaths at the time i'm looking at my domo site (laughs) that's my favorite go-to it's real life (laughs) (laughs) i click it and it pops up for a brief second then it goes away it's just taunting me global cases 3 million deaths 205,000 U.S. cases, 961,000 deaths, 54,000. Uh, let's look state. When I click on Utah, <laughs> I think I need to look at a different spot. Yeah, it's like changed. Hmm. I have the... This is riveting podcasting, by the way. Oh, yeah, we're nailing it. <laughs> it's under 500, I can tell you that for sure. But that's all the graphs. Total shows cases? Uh, no, deaths. In Utah? Mm-hmm. Oh, under 500? Yeah, it's like 39 or something. <laughs> well, if you look <laughs> at the well graph, under. it goes zero, and the next line is 500, and we're just like a little blip on it. So, Just saying. I can't, I can't get this. I feel like they changed the way they were doing it. There we go, mortality. I give up. Let's go back to ranting about 30, 30 something. Anyway, it's a it's an interesting time still. It schooling. Is. I mean, if you want to rant about schooling some more, we can. What about parks being closed? Oh yeah, there was a woman parents, in Boise who just got arrested. A couple of different places. Parents have gotten arrested. Yeah, like in front of their kids at the park. I saw a brief video of the police officer. It was a very kind conversation, I think, on both sides, from what I could tell. But it was, you. what are you charging me with? Like, what is happening? I don't, my kids can play here. You know, and he's like, I'm, I have to ask you to leave and that kind of stuff back and forth. But yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Well, You're talking it, local parks or state parks or what? Uh, local parks. Local parks. State parks too. I mean, if we're State parks have camping, been open. Hiking. Yeah. And I did hear the argument that in one of the counties here in Utah, people were holding like big reunions. And so a whole bunch of people were gathering from all over. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons the health department in that county had shut down recreation in their counties because they were just getting people from all over. Oh, just a lot of travelers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, having groups I can of see that. 67, I mean, it's Utah, so 100 plus people at a family <laughs> reunion isn't yeah, a big deal. Yeah, that's true. 
But just local parks, why can't the kids go out and play? Doesn't doesn't sunlight really bad for the virus? It, it actually it is, yeah. Vitamin D is very good at fighting it off. I just, I don't know. Like that, I have thoughts and theories as to why they did those, but it just doesn't make sense. And just the general, you can't go play in a park. Yeah, you can't be out. Which initially, when, when we went from one side of the pendulum of, oh my gosh, this is all so hyped up by the media to, okay, maybe we really should be taking more precautions than we are. You know, when I got to that point, then I was like, oh no, I mean, they can go run around on the grass, but don't touch the playground equipment. And now I'm like, okay, we haven't overwhelmed the hospitals. We're ready if, if there is a surge, but let's just, you know, let's get everybody exposed and we, we fight it, you know? Kids aren't going to social distance at a park. So I understand that aspect of it. It's just baffling if a parent wants to make that decision can't the parent make that decision right that's especially my, with that's it having my choice. such my a kid low is, my kid is not sick it has such a low not going effect out on if children sick. yeah just... i did hear something recently though that i i would like to look into because i had heard from a friend who had a deep vein thrombosis like like a blood clot in her leg when she was pregnant so bad that like her whole vein is still affected on her leg you can see it oh wow yeah like how it affected her her blood flow and the coagulation of her blood and stuff. And she said that they've discovered now that that's part of the effect of COVID is that it's, you know, longer term possibly affecting the vascular system, which is pretty scary because somebody mentioned to me recently, and this is something I'd have to look up, but that a child presented with no COVID symptoms, no standard symptoms, just the toes were really red and inflamed like diabetic toes. Hmm. Like there just wasn't enough, oxygenation through the body which makes sense because it's attacking your lungs and your body's ability to pass oxygen but the way it's doing it is more like malaria it's pulling one of the ions away so the oxygen can't be delivered and it has to do with the zinc as well that combination sense by the malaria anti-malarial yeah and it's similar in how it prevents it from stripping the molecule itself it's all way too advanced for me, but it made sense when I read it. <laughs> it made sense. So, and that's why the ventilators don't really help. They just basically buy you time for your immune system to take over and fight it or not. Yeah. You the know? CDC did release some new symptoms oh. than they previously had. And lack of arousal was one of them. Arousal. <laughs> lack of arousal. Lack of arousal. Well, did I've they... got the COVID tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But one of them is new loss of taste or smell. And this week, I swear one day I could not taste a single thing. I feel like that one's been around for a while, just not real prevalent. Yeah. But yeah, the, I've heard people say loss of taste or smell. He said that his slushy tasted like cardboard. It did. And so I had them taste it and they're like, no, it tastes fine. I was like, you guys are messing with me. It does not taste fine. It tastes like cardboard. Well, and you got to, one of the things I saw mentioned too, is you got to stop and think about how... That's a neurological symptom, right? This is a neurotoxin as well. So now we've got a bug that it, it's super smart, honestly, this virus, the way it replicates and how quickly it changes. <laughs> of course it is. It's Chinese. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's super smart. It's true. So here it is transforming all over the place. Now it's become a neurotoxin where it, I mean, you can't imagine that if it's, taking away taste and smell it's not affecting all the neurons you know what i mean yeah all the nerves and everything that's firing through there 
And then you've also got it attacking the vascular system. So now it's not just respiratory. It's amazing. I don't know how we'll stay on top of it. Maybe we'll all die. Maybe this is the maybe this is the Black Plague and we'll lose millions. I don't think so, but maybe. That's ideal. But... <laughs> <laughs> right? Pick me. I got good life insurance. I'm pretty sure it covers COVID. <laughs> well, that's dark. And now I've got new you know anxiety what? to think through, so thank you, you. You know what's so funny? Um, I was thinking, well, I'm far enough along now. They could just cut the baby out and they'll be good to go. <laughs> keep, keep the baby. I'm gone. <laughs> like, so like this friend of ours that I were talking about, the one that has COVID, it, honestly, she's like, I, exactly. I thought it was funny the way she was describing the way, as she was talking. That she sounded like the girl from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> and she's laughing about it. She's like, nobody else thinks it's... <laughs> and her, her her child, I think it was her daughter, goes, funny? Yeah. Funny. Thanks. <laughs> like she was talking so slowly, her kid filled in the rest of the sentence. I can't wait for you. <sighs> oh, that is so scary. And so yeah, scary. but laughing about it. I was like, honestly, if it was me, I would be dying laughing. Get it? Dying, dying <laughs> laughing. Because if I don't have my sense of humor intact, it's time for me to go. Like, we're just, we're all done here. Yeah. If, I, if I'm so far gone that my sense of humor is not there, mm, goodbye. <laughs> oh, man. New anxieties. You're welcome. It's just so crazy. So I've been taking all different sorts of supplements really just trying to up my vitamin c zinc echinacea just all the different for health and immunity vitamin d Mm -hmm. so hopefully because i'm sure i mean i really fully believe we've been exposed to it i would think so i'm pretty sure that my sister had it at the end of january i think i've mentioned that before and fought it off as pneumonia But I think, you know, the closer we get to herd immunity, the better. And I certainly don't want to put people who are higher risk at risk, right? So, yeah, they should stay home. And, you know, I'm one of those people that I'm not worried about it. I feel pretty good. I can go out and I can do their grocery shopping even. Like, if you want to stay home because you're immunocompromised or because you are afraid or whatever the reason, you know, I'm happy to help. Leave some groceries on the front porch for you and you can sanitize them before you bring them in you know sweet here's the address do your thing <laughs> you don't qualify uh, sorry i've actually it's on our friend angie i've actually gone to the store more since this has happened <laughs> than i did ever before it's so funny that is it's of, your safe place it's my safe place it's just reassuring to see the shelves full which is so funny because do you wear a mask? No. Yeah, I don't wear a mask either. And you're at the store more, so you're actually... But the funny thing is, the people that are out, I wouldn't go out if I were sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's only those of us that are well. And yes, you can pass it asymptomatically and things like that, but I just... It, I'm I just glad... Live our lives. Allergy season this year doesn't seem to have been that bad. Right? Really, though, because I haven't been freaking out as much as I usually do with allergies. That's good. But it's the worst when you sneeze or... Anything with an allergy, everyone stares at you. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not really sick, actually. Yeah. <sighs> Just sick in the head. So, yeah, we're ready for things to start opening up here. I don't know if that's going to be the case um, all over the country, but there's a lot of protests happening, actually, requesting. I think we had mentioned that before. There's a lot of places gathering around their Capitol building and saying, you know. It's time. 
we need the businesses open. I mean, the people that are being put at risk by the devastating economy right now, how many millions and millions of people are on unemployment and I mean, we're just digging our country further into debt, into the trillions and trillions, because we've got the stimulus package and we've got to cover small business loans and things like that to try and keep everything afloat. You know what I have loved seeing those the low gas prices. <coughs> it has, it's been weird. on the way here. It was Adele, a dollar ninety seven. Adele ninety seven. <laughs> um, at the holiday in Saratoga or wherever that is. Yeah, I think that one's in. No, it's probably Lehigh. <laughs> Anyway. I will now always imagine Adele pumping gas. <laughs> <laughs> for 98 or 97, we wish. Ugh. But I haven't seen it that low for a long time. Diesel's like 235, which is helping with transportation of goods and keeping costs down overall. Yeah. I'm glad Trump bought all that oil when he did, when the economy first started to shift. It's almost like it was like 10 bucks like a barrel or something. It's, it was it's weird. It's strange. <laughs> um, one time it was me, Hannah, CJ, my friend, Jamie's friend, Brinkley, and, and her. I don't know if I said that right. Anyway, we were all at 7-Eleven, and when Jamie walked in, she coughed a little, and the guy at the counter was like, you coughing? Here's some napkins as hand sanitizer on the counter. Like, she didn't even finish coughing, and immediately he was like, oh my god, you're coughing? <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Uh, good times. That's hard, because those people, I'm sure, see a lot more of a, vari- a variety of people than other people. Yeah. I just love walking into a store and seeing, like, the little plastic shield up. Yeah. <laughs> it just it makes me laugh. <laughs> I mean, whatever makes you feel better, yeah. right? Gloves are a false sense of security. I am not seeing as many gloves anymore. I saw gloves on a lot of people for a while, and now that's not really a thing. I just, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. And it finally feels like spring, so I'm even more ready. You know what? It was wonderful to have this big push for the state to open and then have 70 degree weather that very first Saturday after. It was perfect because they start talking about reopening and kind of phasing things in and what's going to be opening May 1st and state parks opened up. So tons of people pulling um, trailers and toys, you know, their four wheelers and their dirt bikes and their mountain bikes and all the things. And they're, yes, they're they're out. There were so many cyclists just getting their ride in Mm -hmm. because they haven't been able to, you know? So as far as like weather and because it's been kind of rainy, although this is a really low rain season for us. Normally where I've heard that we're super, we're supposed to be the rainiest in April (laughs) and we haven't been at all. So, but it was good to see people out. Enjoying, like you said, the vitamin D and just going to have fun, living life. And, you know, doing something that's relaxing and stress relieving. And... Yeah. And they've been aching to do it. They yeah. would have been doing it probably every weekend <laughs> between, you know, the time that we've been on lockdown and you couldn't go into a state park if it wasn't in your county. It's funny being an introvert, but also not like being told what to do. <laughs> yes. I wanted to be out more because don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me I have to stay home now. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, so let's just have fun. Let's enjoy spring. That's all the advice I have for you. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like we're we're done with this. We're moving past it. Life hopefully resumes to whatever normal. Whatever normal looks like. I don't think it'll ever be the same. Our interactions in public honestly may never be the same. Which is funny because I used to be hyper aware of everyone around me and would always keep my distance just because that's my personality. And now I don't even care. 
Like, I walked next to a person at the gas station the other day within, like, a foot of them, <gasps> and he freaked, and I was like, you were in my way, and I was trying to get to the register. <laughs> <laughs> move! <laughs> now you know how to get people to move. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it just Now it's not even a, a second thought to me when before it was, so. That's interesting. This has been great and horrible for my anxiety and mental health. I think that's true for all of us. <laughs> just hang in there. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Bye.